the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Hope you're having a great weekend. I hope you got plans. Hope you uh, get a little time off. Hope you spend a little time examining yourself because I do. I'm always working on myself. Anything I do for this show, I work on myself first mentally, physically, and spiritually, and where I'm at, how I stand, what I'm trying to do, how I'm trying to be a mentor, how I'm trying to teach. And, and be the best I can. Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you the praise and the glory for the ability, talent, heart, mind, soul, body. You just bless each and every one of my listeners that they will grow and learn and understand and examine themselves, their needs, their purchasing decisions, just everything they do, glorifying you, what they do and how they do it. And I ask this all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Uh, well, and I'll tell you what, um, I'm working on on a men's group class and I'm working on it something and I'm going to just touch on it a little bit um, today because I'm not through working on it myself and 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 men's lives and women's lives of course I mean everybody's life uh, but uh, think about this a minute your secrets will keep you sick your secrets will keep you sick Things that we keep inside, things that mess up our thinking, you know, and are we clear-minded or have we got vision? Have we got direction? Have Do we know what we're doing when we go buy a vehicle? Good morning, everybody on Facebook. Uh, do we understand what we do? Do we understand our finances? Do we understand? But if we'll keep things balled up inside, we keep these little secrets inside of us, they'll make you sick. Have you ever had one of those days that you're not just 100%? You just seem to be dragging around? Why? Well, we're not feeling 100%. We're not in it. But mentally, is it drag? What's the drag in your mind? What's the past hurts? What's the past wounds? Why do we buy things? Do we buy things to reward ourselves? You know, and and all this ties in with the car business because um, salespeople feed off of that. They see that in you, and they understand that. And you want to reward yourself. You're not thinking straight. Oh, I can mix you up. I can spin you. I can foursquare you. I can intimidate you. And, And so... But if our minds are not straight, are not clear, are not in the direction, with the focus, with the vision that we need, we'll make bad decisions. And I mean, everybody's that way. I'm that way. And what, what triggers me, I have, I, I used to spend money like water because I made it like water. I mean, it, it was no problem at all when we were handling 300 cars a month. And so I didn't think about it. 
I want it. I bought it. Why? Because I grew up super, super poor, and our family didn't have anything, and we had to we struggled, and we really we lived on my mom's salary, and uh, my grandmother's chickens. We loved them eggs, and so, so grew up feeling like you know. And I had friends. I had two buddies I grew up with, Charlie Brown and and Billy Prenny. Who's, their family gave them everything they wanted. They they were well off. They they gave them everything. I remember Charlie Brown getting a uh, a go kart when nobody else had it. Of course, we we tried to wreck it and tear it up, you know, and and uh, everything else that we did. But you know, and so you were you feel like once you get and you make it and you get going and you want to reward yourself. That was me. I wanted to reward myself. But I, I had that emptiness in my life, and I had that hole in my heart and a hole in my mind. And uh, I tried to outdo everybody. I tried to outwork everybody. I, you know, and I, I was successful at it. The problem was I wasn't happy. You know, I, I didn't do the things that I really wanted to do. Let's get us open up the lines, Barry, uh, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Ninety-five, eighty-five. Now the secrets of a salesperson, because they can intimidate a customer, they can control a customer, they can push their button, and they keep those secrets inside because they know that they control that customer in front of them. And the better they control them, the more that they can do things with them, the more secrets they keep in, inside of them in selling and pushing your button. And not telling you the truth and convincing you, convincing you it's an easy payment. And we don't think about the long term of that easy payment. We don't think about what's going on. We don't think about the market change. We don't think about the loss of value. We don't think about uh, what it's going to keep up with and what, how long we're going to keep it and what we're going to have to do with it. You know, I mean, I had a couple come in to visit me uh, yesterday. And they're driving, this lady can afford whatever she wants, I mean. And she drives a 99 Mercedes. Well, she likes it. She's comfortable with it. There was an accident. She had to fight with an insurance company. They asked me, said, Randy, what's a, we'd like to have a, a good insurance agent and company, you know, that we could turn everything over to them and we wouldn't have a battle. There, there's no such thing anymore. Money is, is the god of all businesses. And so money has got into the insurance business where the agents all they do. And you can't blame the agents, you know. Sometimes they try their best, you know, trying to explain the policy, trying to explain what they're trying to sell. But they're really, they give the price to the company, and the company gives them the price. And then when you have an accident, uh, the agent's out of it, and the company turns it over to a claims adjuster who's a trained professional to beat you up. And take all your money, take all of it, and get it as cheap as I can. Hello, Brent and Tracy and uh, Rod and so uh, and Jim. And so we, we want you to think about what your secrets are in your mind, what you're, uh, you're not letting out, what you can't expose. You know, we have a, a wound on us, and if we don't expose it and get air to it and put medicine on it, we just keep it hid out, don't let nobody see it. Just bury it with something, 
You know, same way with with our thinking. When you walk into that dealership, you need to be positive. You need to know your game plan. You need to know what you can afford, what you want to do, what you want to buy, how long you're going to keep it, what's it going to be worth in three to five years. You know, what is your game plan? Do you plan to keep it forever? I mean, how many people? I've talked to, I guess, thousands and thousands of people. I bought this vehicle. I'm going to keep it forever. Three, four years later, they're trying to trade it off, get rid of it, tired of the payment, tired of it. Oh, I need something else. Or they look for excuse. Years ago, we had this gentleman and uh, that bought from me and my dad. And Ernest looked for a reason to trade. And years ago, it took about six weeks to get a title back. And sometimes, you know, it was me and Dad doing the paperwork. So it'd take two, three weeks for us to do the paperwork, get it down to the courthouse, transfer it, send it off to Austin, come back. And Clarence, I mean, Ernest would get this title back in, and he'd look for a reason to, to try. I don't need a four-door. I don't haul anybody. And then... He'd, he'd buy a two-door. Well, I don't need – I need a four-door. I might take somebody somewhere. Well, I need a pickup. I need a van. He was always looking for a reason. Do we always look for a reason? Why? Are we are, are we got too much idle time and thinking negative? Well, I, you know, I need to do something else. I need to prepare something else. I need to look for something else. And the good part about Ernest – He'd clean those cars up, bring them back, and they'd be shinier and better than what we sold them to him. And we we knew that if we charged him too much, he wouldn't come back. We He couldn't trade. And he would show everybody that car, and he was the best advertisement we had. And then a lot of people that he would show that car to, they knew that he was going to be trading. So they let us know if Ernest is ready to trade, we'd be interested in buying the car. So, you know... Look at the future. My dad told me a long time ago, you know, you can shear a sheep, but you can't skin him but once. You can shear it over and over. Well, that's that's what I want to do. I, I look at customers, and I'm dealing with grandsons and granddaughters of people I, was, I sold 40, 50 years ago. And I want to be where they could face me, just like in the buy here, pay here business. Buy here, pay here, lots of guys, I know dealerships that, Price ten thousand over what they have in it, and then they charge twenty percent, six percent interest. You you know you've got to shop. You got to understand what you're doing, who you're buying from, and and see how much you you can spend. So when you go to hello David and Blaine and uh, Jeff. And so when you walk into a dealership, know what you can spend, know what you can afford, know what will fit your family, know what's, you know, how long you're going to keep it. What is it going to cost you to keep it up? What is it going to cost you uh, to to keep this vehicle? What about insurance? I mean, we talk about insurance. You buy insurance on a brand-new car, and the insurance premium is high. And then the next year, the premium goes up and your value goes down. But we don't talk about that. Now, antique cars, you get appraisal or you get a value, and you set the value on the car, and you know what it is all year. But we don't do that in our regular cars. It's because it's advantage for the insurance companies to do it that way. So we're, I'm going to continue to work on your secrets will keep you sick, will make you sick. Secrets that we have what we do, secrets that we keep, in the long run, will make you sick. We, get your mind straight. Get your mind clear in what you're doing. 
And you're, you're in control. You're the person that makes those decisions. You're going to let a young punk car salesman sell you on something that you can't afford or you, you didn't intend to buy? 85% of the people that walk into a dealership have no intentions of buying what they buy. They get switched. They get turned around. Uh, I had a gentleman call me, said, man, they had this best price on this brand-new truck. And I went over there, and we went to a back lot, and the salesman, had, I'd called in, and he said, and he said, they said, oh, yeah, the truck's here. I'll hold it for you. So he said we travel pretty good ways to get to the dealership. Get there. They walk to the back lot. Well, I don't see it, the salesperson says. He said, well, I thought you said it was here. Well, I thought it was here, but we could sell you something else just as good and just as good a price. Now, that one, he's, and, you know, they might be lying. Who knows? That one had a lot less equipment, you know, but I want to put you in one that you'll be happy with. Well, here we go with the big switch. Made the guy mad, and he left because he knew that bait and switch. It got them in there. These these advertisements you hear on radio, I'm telling you, in TV, I've I've heard some, and they sound unbelievable, just like the the uh, insurance people. We want to do it right, not just okay, but we want to do it right. They don't do it right. If they did it right and you were one of their customers, they'd fight and give you the right amount of money for your vehicle, and then they'd go after the insurance company. Oh, no, but not in the state of Texas, because the good old boys at the senators and house representatives, oh, man, we we love you as long as you elect me, and then after we get elected, we don't know you. We could care less about y'all. We're going to do it my way. I'm the king of this seat in the Senate. I'm the king, and I'm going to make all the rules and regulations. That's what they think. They go brain dead when they hit Travis County or, or Washington, D.C., that's what they do. They go brain dead. But, you know, so when you have an accident and you got diminished value coming, understand that. A lot of insurance people won't tell you about diminished value. Now, a car that's been hit is worth less. It's, it's not hurt. If we, take, if we take the cars off the market that have uh, been in an accident, we lose 60% of them. We wouldn't have enough cars to go around. You know, we'd everybody'd have to go buy a new one. Wouldn't the manufacturers love that deal? I'm surprised they haven't tried to get all the cars off the market that haven't been in an accident. Give us a call here, 210-340-9585. There's no dumb questions. 210-340-9585. And also get pen and paper because I'll give you my phone number, second half of the show. So when you walk into the dealership, Make sure you're rested. Make sure you drank enough water. Make sure you're not hungry. Uh, you know, be prepared for a battle because you're about to have a battle. Market report this this week. We've seen a little turn in the market. It's not as hot as it was. I think people have finally figured out these $80,000 diesels, they don't need them anymore. I mean, because we're getting abundance of high-mileage Diesels on the market. I'm talking about the ones with 100,000 miles, and they've become cheap, and they're getting tougher and tougher. Hello, Haywood. I hope you're feeling better, and David. Uh, and so they're getting cheaper, but we've we've put a lot of them on there, and then they cost a lot of money to work. And when they break down, they cost a lot of money to fix, a lot of money to service. So late model, high mile diesels have got tough to sell. Uh, there's still people out there that think they got to have one. I've 
I've had a lot of my customers. I've switched them. I get them new cars. I can get you a new car delivered to your door. I don't make anything. Uh, they advertise some of my radio shows. The Covert Auto Group. I love them. They're the best people in the business, in my opinion. And you'll never have a problem with the F and I department. And they give you the best price. You can shop the world and not beat their prices. And so. We'll get one delivered. Well, I've talked a lot of people into going to gas because there's not much difference in fuel mileage. It's cheaper. Maintenance is a lot cheaper. And when they break, it's a lot cheaper. I had a buddy of mine who used to run nothing but diesels. And so I said, man, I'd, I'd go with the gas. He said, yeah. He said, when I lose the motor and the gas, I can throw it in there and away we go. Here I've spent 14000 on the last diesel I've got. Of course, he's got a lot of miles. He said, but we've constantly been working on it. He said, maintenance is high. So he went to a gas. So think about what you're driving, what will work in your lifestyle, what will fit your lifestyle. And and that's, I mean, like Proverbs 1, 5 says, let the wise listen and add to their learning. Are you learning? Are you growing? Are your mistakes teaching you anything? Are you paying attention to mistakes? Are you letting a salesperson tell you, oh, man, you need a king ranch. You need the best of the best. You need Mac Daddy to drive around. Who are you listening to? Who's leading you? Who's controlling your thoughts? You know, the thoughts in your mind, you know, can take you captive. I mean, I've seen so many people that all of a sudden got to have a new car, got to have a new truck, and th- that thought has taken them so captive that they can't turn it loose. They they got to go buy something, and they don't care what the cost is. You know, I had some f- good friends of ours recently wanted to spend fifteen twenty thousand on a good vehicle. Time it was over, they spent forty two thousand. You know, and then they don't realize that when they drove it off the showroom floor, it was worth thirty-two thousand. And and now it's it's a year later. Now we're down to twenty-three, twenty-four thousand. But guess what? They still owe close to forty. Talked to a guy, gentleman uh, on the phone this week. I feel sorry for him. Lost his job. Got a eighteen Explorer and an eighteen XLT, and he owes a lot of money on them, both of them. So what I told him, I said, take it back to the car dealership, the new car dealership where you bought it, and say, hey, I've lost my job and I need to get rid of it. What will you give cash? Oh, man, you're talking about a song and dance. They'll give you a song and dance. Oh, we got too many new ones. We got 20s coming. This is an 18. Uh, we got plenty on the used car lot. You know, they don't want to tell you the truth. The guy owes 40000 on an 18 model that's worth somewhere around twenty seven, twenty eight thousand. 28000 He owes almost that much on an Explorer. He owes a lot of money. We don't know if we're going to keep our job. And he, he thought he was, had a job forever, buys two 18 models, one for him, one for his wife, and now it's struggle, and, he, and he's upside down somewhere in the neighborhood of 25000 I I feel sorry for the guy, but there's it's hard to work out of that trap. And I mean, we put ourselves in traps like that because in our mind we think we got to buy something, and and that's what I'm trying to get into you. What clicks you in your mind? What turns your own? What what makes you want to buy something? There's two kinds of cars: a Ford and can't afford. And man, them can't afford are miserable. 
and that's all you can think about sometimes. And that's what these commercials are going are saying on the radio and the TV. Hey, do you hate your car? Do you hate your payment? Do you hate what you owe? We're going to take care of you. Liar, liar, pants on fire. They're not going to take care of you. You're going to be worse off than you were before. And you believe that? Like I told you before, if you believe that, I'm going to say you land the park. I've got the deed uh, written up on a piece of paper, so we're all good at that. So I want you to be ready uh, for a battle. You're going Football season's here. I love football season. But anyway, you're going against trained professionals. I mean trained professionals that will take hair, hide, and all. I mean, hey, Randolph Brooks, I love Randolph Brooks. That would be a sponsor. We're looking for sponsors on our shows, and we're looking for some corporate sponsors because we've got about 120 stations wanting our show. But we need corporate sponsors. So if you're interested in sponsoring, give me a call. So, wow, you know, what are you, what's all this great, great things that I have built up and got, I'm ready to go and buy me a new vehicle or a different vehicle, and I haven't done any research, but that's all right. They're my friend. They tell me they love me. They smile at me. And I walk into these dealerships, and it's just little old me, and we're looking at a $50 million building. We're looking at an overhead of a million and a half a month, and I'm going to walk in here, and they're going to give me a special deal. They told me they would. I talked to them on the phone. They told me, come on in. They got all kinds of great deals going, and that I was going to be super happy. You, you believe that? Well, come on. Go on in there and see what happens. Look at what's going on. A lot of people are buying vehicles, and especially from independent big used car dealerships, and they find out two months later, they paid way too much. They see what the market, the market, we're, we're going to see a market change. We're going to see a market change because it happens every year, September 15th to October 15th. And what happens is the high dollar stuff drops about $2,000. We've already seen a little drop in it. It started a little early this year. And so you you got to be prepared. And I've had so many people say, well, why did it happen every year that year? Well, we got 2020s on the way, and they're stocking the lots with them. we got 19s, and some dealers got 18 new. I told you, I think, last week about a guy who bought a brand-new Corvette, 17 Corvette. He's already got a three-year-old car when he drove it off the showroom floor. So we're going to have a market change. Off-lease is coming up. We've got a tremendous amount of repos. We've got so many cars going to hit the market. We've got to slow down. Slow down because school got started. Everybody's through with the vacations. Labor Day's here. Oh, we're going to we're going to be open for Labor Day. Come on in here. We got a special special deal. We're going to cut a price way way down to sell you a new vehicle. We got the deal of the lifetime. Well, I got news for you. It's still a new vehicle. It's still they they all dealers all pay the same price. I've had so many people when I tell that call me and say I, I never knew that all car dealers. Paid the same price. Well, look at the window sticker, the MSRP, and it'll state that nine hundred dollars for a Toyota pickup to get to San Antonio, and it's at the edge of San Antonio. It's you know, some dealerships it's a fifteen minute drive, and they haul them over there and they get charged nine hundred. Everybody in the United States gets nine hundred. It just washes out all the way across the board. They all pay the same money. They, now, there is some stair-step money. There, that means that big-time dealers get a little more money back from the, the, the manufacturers. 
But what really is the key is at the end of the month when they're trying to make that stair-step money on a Dodge dealership that I know. The other day we were talking. I said, "What's your what's your bonus money? One seventy-four. They got to sell one hundred and seventy-four new Dodge trucks in one month in order to get the extra bonus money." I'm gonna tell you if they're close at the end of the month, hey, they'll sell one, and you still got a loser. You still, you know, you're getting a great deal for what you're buying, and and they're trying. They can sell you one and not make any money and get the stair step money, and that's a big bonus to them. I'm just trying to explain to you more and more detail what's going on behind the scenes that you don't understand. That professional team, that big professional football team that you're looking at when you walk into that dealership, and I mean they're well trained, they're better trained than the Dallas Cowboys. Well, let's pick a better team or something. I don't know. Some everybody makes fun of Dallas, but I mean it's Alabama. Yeah, they're they're trained better than Alabama. National champions every other year or so. And so, but they're trained to get every available dollar. Randolph Brooks gives you extra 30 days. Why? Because they know you're going to walk out of that dealership with no money in your pocket. So be prepared for a battle. Be prepared. And guess what? This is a great football game, folks. But the game of life of buying and selling cars, we keep score with your money. Guess who gets the money? Guess who wins? Car dealers. That's the key. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Tell 20 people if you like my show to listen to it. Go tell 20 people to go to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com and tell 20 people I want to buy their vehicle. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. We buy all kinds of stuff, and I've got some great deals on some regular cab long bed GMCs, some 18s. They're 35000 new. We sell them for around 21000 22000 You save 13000 on a low, low miles nice truck. Cargo vans are about 15000 cheaper, under 20000 miles. And we've got some available, some high-top vans if you've got a hotel a motel, or you move people, we've got high-top vans that are a tremendous amount of savings with 10,000 miles, 10 11,000 miles. So you save a lot of money. I know where the good deals are. My overhead's low. I want to be your mentor. I want to be there for you. God bless you. We'll be right back, Facebook. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Heard right here at 6.30, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on Freedom 1160. Good afternoon, San Antonio. Our morning and afternoon show will be on 1160 Freedom this afternoon at 1 p.m. If you want to listen to the show again or tell somebody to listen to it, but 1 p.m. Uh, today, 1160 a.m. radio. And then also, if you go learn to buy and sell cars.com, see when I'm on at 3.30 this afternoon on another station. And that's a different show. I tape that show from my house and email it to them. And then it plays on Saturday afternoon. And I appreciate that station. They are working with me. But so is Salem Industries right here. KSLR has been a blessing in my life. I love this. I feel like this is my home station. And I've almost, uh, I want to 
stay with them forever because they're the best people, and they care about you. They want you to be educated. They want me to be your mentor. They want you to make better decisions. Have money left at the end of the month. Not a bad investment because cars are a horrible investment. And so where, you know, you're not losing money, you're making a better decision, and you're growing and you learn. So if you're you own a company or you've got something to sell, give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789, and sponsor my show. You know, because show the public you care about them. Uh, Rocks Covert in Austin, Texas, and Bastrop, he advertises on my other radio show. Why? Because he wants you to know. Rocks believes if you know the difference and you know how to buy properly, you'll buy from them. I've been doing business with Rocks for over 40 years, and we've never, ever had a problem. And when money's a factor, number one factor, and you never have a problem, they're good. he's a good man. His word's good. My word's good. I try my best. Nothing's perfect. Nothing. I'm whatever man makes breaks. I mean, you know, I don't care if you got a new one. You, that's why they got, you know, lemon laws, because nothing is perfect. None of the cars run forever. And so even if you pay cash for a brand new one, it can have some problems. Even if you pay cash, and cash is king for a new one, you know, things can happen to it, and it's going to lose value. The best part about it is you don't have to make the monthly payments. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about see what's left at the end of the month on your payments, what's left for you to spend for you and your family. to. Hey, what about retirement? I mean, you know, I've seen so many people that spend a tremendous amount of money every year when if they'd spend half of it and put the other half in retirement, in 30 years they could retire. I mean, I've seen people with payments with eleven, twelve hundred a month on a truck that loses value, and and they want to trade it, and they're still upside down $10,000. I, I had a diesel truck that a guy called me on the other day trying to sell it. But he, he travels constantly, and he hauls trailers. And so he's, he's driving an 18 Dodge with 190,000 miles. And he said, you know, I own 45,000 on it. I said, I'm sorry. I don't know anybody that's even nowhere near that kind of money, won't even bust 20. You're 20, over 20,000 upside down. That is, if you find somebody that wants an 18-model Dodge diesel, with 198,000 miles, I believe it was, I said, you better park it before you hit 200 because it's going to make it worse. you got to see what you're spending, what you're doing. He would have been better off buying him a used one, you know, at you know 20,000 and go ahead and put that 150,000 miles on it, make sure the maintenance, make sure everything's done right, and, you know, add it up that way. But, oh, no, I want a new one, and I don't want to be broke down. Well, that's what the phone's for if you're broke down. That's why you look to service. That's why you find a good mechanic that knows your vehicle and and go over it and see what it needs. Don't just, you know, just jump in it and run around constantly. Hello, Don and GR and Deborah. So, you know, cash is king, but you got to watch out when you walk into these dealerships today because they'll try to sell you in every angle there is. And one of the biggest angles is what can you afford a month payment-wise? Little lady came by. Oh, man, they ripped her off. Some kind of bad. But, you know, ladies, you got a target on you. You're an easy prey. That's like a lion with a, with a little 
calf that's got a little limp. All of them lines out there are uh, out in Africa. They they scarf they scarf up the wounds that are wounded. Well, you've got a target on you. They know you easy. Find a mentor. Find some help. Call me before you walk into dealership, because I'm going to tell you something. Advertisement going on this weekend is going to be huge, and they're going to promise the moon, and they're going to sound like your best friend, and they're going to take care of you. Oh man, and we love you so much. So, and when you walk in there, especially the ladies, if you don't have any help, you don't have any education, you're going to get eat up. And this little lady, she said, you know, they told me I could buy a new car, and my payment would be three hundred and fifty a month. And so 350 a month, she said, I can afford that. But time she got out of the F&I department, I heard your name, Michael. And so out of the F&I department, her payment was 525 a month. She said, I don't know how I got that payment so high. Hello, Michael. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Hey, Randy, good morning. Good I, just, morning. I had a comment with you just talking about the uh, dealerships. I was just talking to... Uh, Mr. Halliburton, who's the Ford, he's one of the Ford trainers at St. Phillips, and because the dealerships aren't interested in that program, uh, Ford actually pulled the plug on the asset factory training program. What were, uh, what were they they're teaching? They're more concerned about pushing new metal oh, than they are. what they have. What, what were they training the people, to work on the units or to sell them? What was Ford doing? No, it was a it was a Ford factory mechanical program. You uh, students came in, and when they left, they had about twelve or thirteen Ford factory certifications. Oh wow! You know, and and, and young people d- don't know how important it is to get that type of kind of education. Number one, you can fix. You're productive, and you know how to fix things, and you can always find a job. You can always fix yours, fix your families, fix others. And it's a great education, a great opportunity. I can't believe the young people don't take this opportunity. I've got a, a nephew that uh, I got two nephews, and both of them started on the internet and on YouTube, working on doing a little work. They both got jobs at dealerships. They educated them, and now they make tremendous amount of money. They love what they do. They're productive. Uh, they. Got, they do a little buying and selling. They find cars that need work that they know how to work on. They fix them and resell them, or they keep them for themselves. One of them's a high-dollar Audi. He bought a high-dollar Audi that a guy wanted to walk away from, and he, he fixed it, and he's driving it now. So, I mean, this wow. is a great program that kids need to look at and young people. And just in case it don't work, you can you can do something else and later in life or go to school at night or get an education. Yes, but this is a job yes, today that a lot of 18, 19-year-old men and women, and women are good at it, too. You can watch them on TV. Oh, and I'm sorry that they're dropping that program. Ford's missing it. What are they going to do for mechanics? I don't know, Randy. They're just not. They uh, they're just not seeing the. They're they're very short sighted, and it's the dealerships. It's the dealerships here local. The outside dealerships were said they had a class just recently, and there were only two local students from the local dealerships that attended. And here they have this training in their own backyard, 
and they're dropping the ball. Well, and they want to push a new metal. Well, yeah, but they they need to have them fixed. They're also pushing service. They Ford pushes service. They push service to make more money to keep these dealerships open, and they're pushing service big time. And they they want to sell more parts. And Ford's not doing. You know, it's amazing how much they advertise their their product uh, selling, you know, and I mean, they, they pump big money into every Ford dealership around to help them advertising, but they wouldn't advertise for this. I, this is the first I've heard about it. And I mean, I'm around Ford dealerships all the time. I'm around dealerships all the time and I've never heard about this program. So they, they drop the ball on advertising and getting it out to the public, getting it out to the schools. They need to get it out to, to juniors and seniors in schools. You know, I, a lot of uh, high schools have dropped shop and mechanics, you know, because yes. they don't advertise it and sell it the proper way and talk about it. And they know how to sell their Ford product on the, on the radio and TV, but they don't know how to sell the product to get the people to come that way. Hey, what about if you, you're you out there and you're getting a man ready to work on them, won't they buy a Ford product? Ford missing the boat that they won't. Let us train some mechanics so we'll they'll buy our product. Definitely. definitely. That's another thought. So, I definitely. mean, I'm sorry that they're pulling the money out because – I think all manufacturers ought to have that program, and I think we ought to advertise it and advertise it right and get the young people to look at it and give them an opportunity. And you can go. I've seen mechanics go from that to to service riders and service managers. Right now, there's some dealerships in this town that the service managers make three, three hundred fifty thousand a year. I think definitely, one of them makes four hundred thousand a year. So I mean, yes, sir. and you know, then you don't have to get your hands dirty if you get tired of that. I mean, and but a lot of these, you can go to the, a lot of these dealerships. These guys are sixty, seventy years old, still making great money, still enjoying what they're doing, still being productive, and working on stuff. And so, and they've got a great life. Yes, sir. So I'm thank you, Michael, for letting us know about this. And Have I, a blessed weekend. God bless you. you. You know, and that's what we need to teach our kids. You know, there's so many kids that can't drive a standard shift car. I, I taught my youngest one to drive. I taught my two oldest ones to drive a standard right away. Uh, I taught them to fix things. I'm working with them. you got to teach them. There's kids. There's people that don't even know how to change a flat tire. They don't know how to check oil. They don't know what's going on in their vehicle. They don't know how to take care of them. You know, we, we've got away from educating the people we love, educating and working with and spending the time. And, you know, I, I tell a story about I get a call from a guy who has the biggest gear company in the world. They build gears, they say, that, you know, 40, 50 foot high to go into, into uh, plants and stuff. And he said, I want to buy a Corvette and, uh, that me and my son can restore and, uh, you know, spend time together. And I'd, I'd sold a bunch of antique cars to SeaWorld, and they were selling them all back to me. Uh, the bad part about it is that they got them all painted white, and they didn't pay very much for the paint job, and it was flaking off. But anyway, I bought all the cars back that I'd sold them. And I said, I've got a 59 Corvette coming. 
And he said, that sounds like what we want. And I told him all about the car and where it had been sitting at uh, SeaWorld, and they'd use it for, you know, to sell things and people look at. So he bought it. He called me two years later, and he said, Randy, I want to thank you. And I said, okay, for what? He said, for selling me that Corvette. He said, my son and I bonded so close on that car. He said, that car will never be for sale. Well, two years ago, when, when Harvey showed up, it got flooded. So the insurance company paid them off on the car. It didn't pay them what we thought it was worth because they'd restored this car and it was gorgeous. car was worth, you know, probably seventy, eighty thousand $80,000 because, I mean, they did it unbelievably right. Well, they paid them $50,000 and they got to keep the car. They said the car's never for sale. This car meant so much to that man because of the time and the effort he spent with his child. And how they built the car, how they've learned, how they understand now, how what it takes to build a car. So now they've they found something else, and they're working on it. Here, the, the son's getting up in age because this was this was twenty years ago. He's probably forty. His dad's probably seventy, you know, forty, forty-five. So this time. You know, we can spend time the right way. We can educate our, our children on buying and what to buy. Do Are we a bad example? Have we taught our kids that you want to be up here in debt, over your head, underwater, and owe too much on their vehicle, and it's okay, just keep making the payments and keep in a trap, stay in a trap, stay underwater all your life, pay on the vehicle, you know, one or two, three vehicles for 30 years, and at the end of 30 years, you still owe more money than it's worth, and you wasted all that money that you spent the last 30 years? You know, we've got to make better decisions on what we ride. This this economy is great right now, but it can't last forever. Number one, the Democrat Party's trying to destroy our economy. They still want one world government and one world money, and our, our uh, mayor... The communist mayor we have is still the same way. He wants to control us. And and if you don't think it is, look at George Soros' uh, way he thinks, way he does, what he wants, his agenda. It's the same way as Nuremberg's. He's got the same agenda as Soros. I think Soros is sponsoring him, paying the way, donating, and everything else. But they're wanting to destroy this economy. It's not going to stay great forever. Just like that poor gentleman that lost his job and had the two eighteen model Fords, you know he, you know things are rolling. He's, he's making good money. I'm gonna go out and buy me a new vehicle. I'm not worried about it. I'll make the payments. And then he lost his job. He's been without a job for like five or six months, and he owes that much money. I mean, you know, where does it end? Where does it stop? What does it? What does it take for us to wake up? and see what we're spending on what we're riding. Yes, we've got to have transportation. Yes, autonomous cars are coming. That's the cars that there's no driver. Yes, they're coming. Who's going to own them, the government or Warren Buffett? I don't know. I, I don't know. Yes, the gentleman's right. Ford wants to outsell everybody. They want to outbuild everybody, outproduce everybody, outsell everybody. Yes, they do. And if they had their way, they would have it where you'd buy it directly from them online, and all the Ford dealerships would be service centers that they drop ship it to you. That way, you wouldn't be killed in F&I. See, I think Ford is looking at back, and they're saying, hey, you know, they're making all the money on the F&I department, you know, and we're not. 
and it'd be best for us, just like Tesla, you'd buy it directly from Tesla, and they'd drop it to you somewhere. See, that's that's what they understand because, you know, a lot of these, these dealerships, and there's some of them around this town that try to make 10000 on you in the F&I. That's finance and insurance. Oh, lifetime free warranties. They ain't nothing free in the car business. Zero. If, if they'll get you one way or another, there's a dealer, dealership that advertises that, and they charge you a tremendous amount of money. You've got to get all your oil changes from them. You've got to change oil in the, in the rear end that you don't have to at a, a bunch. You've got all kinds of stuff. Oh, you've got to put new brakes on. They want, they want to capture you. They want to control you. They want you in that in that service department as much as they can. And then now they're training the service people to sell you. Sell you fear so you'll buy a new one. And then they'll take that one that you're scared of already. You're going to have to spend a whole lot of money on it. Oh, it's what a miserable deal. You need a new one. You know, and then so they can make a bunch of money on your trade because they're getting these cars with fifty, sixty, seventy thousand miles, quality nice cars, like I told you on the market report before, and I didn't quite finish it today. Nice low mile cars are bringing a premium. You got the independent used car dealers, the big ones, having to fight for them. I love it. We take nice cars to the auction. They bring as much at the auctions. I can sell them off my lot. I love it. I sell it to them. They add three, four, five thousand and sell it to the public. The public wants convenient father or spouse. We have addictions to buying cars. We have addictions to, to buying and eating the wrong kind of food. God bless you, San Antonio. Tune in to us next week. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. See what my next radio show's on. And we love you, San Antonio. Listen to me at eleven sixty AM at one PM today. God bless you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.